Hey guys, welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is season two, episode 30. You are a whole vibe. And Sarah, aren't <laughs> you that? Uh, I didn't know until yesterday. Well, so this week, uh, listeners, we are just talking about the vibes that you give off and, I don't know, your aura and what i guess just what kind of space you create because sarah yesterday uh was informed uh that she is indeed a whole vibe and <laughs> i actually agree more like it's such an accurate description <laughs> i was just like yeah it's totally true man uh, i don't know it's i don't know no I one has ever called me that before I, I didn't like, know how to take that. Well, um, I feel like more people should talk to strangers like that because <laughs> it, it, well, it got me thinking, which I told you, uh, I worked with a girl one time. I used to work for Pier 1, which if you don't have one near you, it's like a home decor, you know, dishes and glasses and stuff. Uh, but I used to help go like clean up different stores that were struggling. And I went to this one store uh, up in Columbus one time. And as soon as I got there, this girl, her name was Amber, and she was super nice. She herself was a whole vibe. Uh, perhaps partook in some extracurricular, newly legal-ish recreational activities. Mm -hmm. um, but she looked at me and was like, you have a glowing aura all around you. And I'm like... I am not sure what that means. <laughs> I appreciate it. I think, you know, and I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't, I guess I've not studied any of that, but I would say in terms of vibes and you, um, anybody that hasn't looked at our Facebook, Sarah is always wearing some pop and lipstick. <laughs> um, That's true. <laughs> you know, I just, Guilty. but here's what I think of, like as part of your vibe, I feel like you, who else can literally go from like hot pink to black the next day with a purple shimmer lip gloss to like a mauvey, taupey, more natural, whatever. And nobody bats an eye. Like, <laughs> like, well, that's definitely Sarah. And because you use lip sense and it's amazing, like it's always perfectly done lipstick as well. Uh, so I don't know. Like, I feel like you, I mean anybody ever sees you it is like a whole vibe i think people would be more concerned if they didn't see me with <laughs> like is she like is she sick she doesn't look well she looks very pale <laughs> oh i don't think so either because honestly you also you and your sister both uh shout out Caitlin, uh, you guys both never like really need makeup and i'm always kind of jealous of that but um, I don't know. You just have that. You don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love all the makeup and lipstick and stuff, except for <laughs> that one time we accidentally used those lip liners as I, <laughs> I swear I didn't even know. Cause I had seriously been using it as See, eyeliner. That's why I was like, well. it glided on so smoothly that I was, 
this is the most amazing eyeliner I have ever used. It's so dark. It's so perfect. And then one day, you know, we were talking about it and I just was dying, but it's definitely the lip liner and it's still fantastic though. It is still absolutely fantastic for that purpose, but your whole vibe of butterfly clips and rainbows and tie dye. And I feel like she's a good, I don't know. You might trust her if you see her again because I feel like she's got a good judge of character. Yeah, that could be. I was like, um, she said something yesterday. Oh, my phone was ringing off the hook and she was like, people must really love you. And I was like, I assure you they don't. <laughs> yes, they do. They do. <laughs> sure I mean, not. But in that aspect, I'm sure it also wasn't love. It was probably like, I need something. <laughs> precisely uh oh, sadly but if, if it were otherwise I, I mean everybody does love you I feel like you know I don't really know well I guess I wouldn't know anybody that doesn't because they wouldn't tell me anyway <laughs> right. so. don't tell Sarah but yeah. I hate her guts <laughs> uh, you're probably gonna look like a super terrible review now just for spite I dare uh... don't do it um so I'm gonna just go ahead and fast forward a little bit because I'm pretty angry and I've got no. week. So number one, it's my kittens. You can probably hear them running around this room like maniacs because just like in true fashion, like kids, I have one thing to do a week, which is this. And this is the time they choose to be maniacs. But I guys, I've been trying to make socks for like a whole year now and it's not really worked out. And so this weekend, it was the only needles I could find because we're not still completely unpacked. And uh, it was my little nine inch circular needles. And I was like, I'm gonna give these socks a go again. What else do I have to knit? And I'm knitting something. So I'm like on it. I probably spent like two hours on Sunday working on it because they're just the world's tiniest stitches ever. Like I don't, I don't know why I keep trying this. It's not fun, but uh, I came up tonight and magically somehow the yarn ball got out and the inch of ribbing I had done in the sock completely chewed apart from the ball of yarn. Yeah, mm. uh, kitten teeth. Um, I was super discouraged, so... Then I went on a mission, and this is part two of the same dirty look. It's just been how it's gone here. Um, I was like, that's fine. I'm going to find something else to knit. Where's my chunky yarn? It makes me happy. So I found a nice little skein of chunky yarn. I can't find my entire bag of knitting needles. And it's like a freaking diaper bag size bag. Um. Uh, and I kind of like quick ran through everything and really don't see it. And so... The anxiety has poured over me of what if someone that was helping us pack thought it was like an old diaper bag and threw it away. Oh, no. I'm kind of sick about it. And, you know, Jeff is very much like, calm down. I'm sure it's here somewhere. We'll go over everything, you know, tomorrow. We'll look. And But I've looked in like... The areas where I thought it should be like, okay, this box has stuff from the room where that bag was in. And here is my box with a couple of grandma's knitting books. We're getting closer, but not that bag. And not only does it have like, okay, so my Amazon cheapy set of needles, like, I mean, I've had them two years. Great set. They were like $35. 
and super replaceable not a problem mm-hmm. for christmas jeff got me the square addy clicks set of circular needles they're like a white titanium they have the like little i don't know little nubby things on them to like be more contoured for your arthritic hands because that's totally my life these days um like they're really expensive like like a hundred dollars for the set of needles and never in my life would i have spent that but i got them for christmas and i had really been eyeing them up and they're in that bag oh so i am just trying not to fret and hoping that it turns up and gonna work really hard throughout packing or unpacking stuff to try to find them but yeah to do is freaking knit something and i can't so now (laughs) to like size 13 needles and some extra large yarn i'll be whipping up a hat in about four stitches flat because it's really big but i just (laughs) i just wanted to knit something tonight universe i started i started um crocheting a hat last night with black yarn it's about halfway done now um but I also decided that I needed um, to take a sedative before I went to bed last night because I have not slept well the last couple weeks. So um, crocheting with black yarn at night right before bed when you're sleepy was not like I couldn't even like find the stitch to put my hook into to like to go <laughs> to the next one. I was like, I have to stop. I just have to put it down. <laughs> And, and I did, and then I went to bed. Might I add, when Sarah says sedative, we're talking like Benadryl. Oh, yeah, not, yeah. Uh, I feel like it should be known that one Benadryl does both of us in pretty hard, no need for anything. No, <laughs> not like a, not like an Ambien or anything like that, but. Oh my gosh, have you yeah. seen, though, uh, random, because we always just kind of get on these tangents here, but. A lot of people, like, get up on the ambient and are, like, doing stuff in the middle of the night. And uh, We that? know somebody who had an ordering problem on Amazon when they would take Ambien and ordered, like, 2,000 straws or something one time. What? Yeah. I'm going to need more on that afterward. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's, that's wild. I had a cousin uh, that used to take ambient i mean she was prescribed nothing it's not like it's i don't know a narcotic but it some people have some crazy side effects from it mm-hmm. of i guess like just i guess you could loosely say sleepwalking but like like that ordering just crazy stuff or i have really bad dreams with melatonin so i would rather just take a benadryl with antihistamine in it before bed than melatonin because I... melatonin like while i might sleep good like I wake up horrified. <laughs> right, that's terrible. No, that's I've only taken melatonin once. Uh, it was right after mom died. It was a gummy, and there are some points in life where, I mean, a horse tranquilizer just won't let you sleep, you know. And it didn't do anything, and I was like, "Well, this is dumb," um, because it also didn't taste very good, and the texture of it was not good. It was not like a fruit snack. It was like a gritty. I don't know. Uh, not good. But I've never taken it since because I, too, would rather just take a Benadryl. And a lot of times, um, my nurse practitioner, you know, I get a lot of times if I've got a headache, maybe not a full-blown migraine, 
a, a recommendation is an Excedrin, but also a Benadryl or a sinus pill of sorts, because a lot of times that pressure is all sinus related, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, a simple Benadryl really does solve a lot and you can get them like, I don't know, Sam's Club, a bottle of 12,000 for like $3. I mean, it's yeah. we got it back at Sam's Club and I feel like it's going to expire before we could ever use it all. Funny story on the opposite end of the spectrum. Eric one time oh. had coffee before bed in an Excedrin. Um, oh. And Eric doesn't drink any coffee ever. And I don't remember why the time was that. Oh, I think because he had a headache. And I was like, you know, maybe you just need like some caffeine or something. Because um, he does drink pop, you know, like a like yeah. Pepsi or Coke or whatever. Mostly Coke. But um, I was like, maybe you just need like some coffee or something. And he's like, well, if you think it'll help. But me, I get caffeine headaches a lot. So that usually will at least <laughs> numb it enough to where I can function as a human being. And. So he drinks his coffee. Well, we go to bed. Well, when he lay down, the caffeine, I guess, from like the Excedrin and the coffee kind of came together at once. <laughs> like, I don't know, but he thought he was having a heart attack. He was sweating. Felt like his heart was beating out of his chest. I heard about it for like three hours while we're laying there trying to go to bed about how he thinks that like his heart's going to explode and stuff. I was like, you had a coffee. Like, I need you to calm down. One time I get. Excedrin. And when I take Excedrin, I take two. Um, I always have, but I've always also had migraines. I also have always hammered the caffeine, be it Mountain Dew in the old days or coffee these days. And yeah. I always take two. Well, I didn't think anything about it. And I gave him Excedrin and I can't remember if I gave him one or two, but a similar scenario happened where he's like, I don't like the way this makes me feel. I feel jittery. And I'm like, what makes you feel jittery? Like, I was completely, I forgot about the Excedrin and did, I just, I mean, it's Excedrin and I was not expecting any sort of, you know, reaction, but it rocked his world. My dad one time drank too much coffee and that landed him in the ER. Yeah. He was a truck driver and him and another truck driver friend were having a coffee drinking competition. <laughs> I feel like. Sign me up for that. Where is that in my life? A coffee. <laughs> I mean, I put down typically 60 ounces a day. So I feel like I could out drink somebody in some coffee. But nonetheless, he ended up in the ER because like all that caffeine made his heart go crazy. And it was just a whole thing. And I don't know. I I don't know. Poor Eric. When you said he drank coffee, I instantly was like, what? Because I don't know that I've ever seen him drink. No any any kind of coffee or anything mm -mm. no he's about as straight laced as you can get i mean now, ethan does coffee as <laughs> lucas no not really lucas is he if he were to drink anything like that it would be like a frappe from mcdonald's mm. or something like something that's maybe more of like a dessert coffee than like yeah. a coffee coffee of a good dessert coffee though um i I feel really proud of myself. I slowly am stepping myself down off of the white chocolate mocha from Starbucks. Oh. I stepped myself down a pump. Normally, I... This is going to sound really excessive, so... Oh, well. Uh, normally, I get eight pumps of white mocha, which sounds awfully excessive. But it's it's a 30-ounce coffee, so it's not... I mean, it is a, like, bubba cup of coffee. Um, yeah. So eight pumps isn't really crazy, but but I stepped myself down to seven. 
a little little less sweet but i'm just going to keep trying to step myself down there because it's so good but it's so not good for you yeah well what is i mean what is it is it like sugar like the caro syrup or i mean um that they like a flavoring syrup that they put in the drink so they first and it's like one of those big that's why they call it pumps but it's like a big long neck bottle with a big white pump thing on the top so they'll be like dun, 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 you know eight times uh so it's like eight squirts of hand soap if you will in the bottom of the cup and then they pour the coffee on top did your mom or grandma or anybody ever used to make the like vanilla syrup to put like in their coke and stuff no oh my grandma and my mom used to do that they made like this like vanilla caro syrup type stuff that they would put in their coke to make vanilla coke oh mm. um i think i think it's a pretty old school thing to do like i know other people used to do it too but i mean they they wouldn't get like the already vanilla flavored coca-cola like, or anything they just made their own vanilla syrup see i feel that though that's that generation because my mom never used Man, which in a can for sloppy joes. My mom always made it. Brown sugar, ketchup, mustard. You know what I mean? Like it was a mm-hmm. whole. You never bought the canned stuff. Yeah. I feel like your mom, it's that, it's just the generation. I feel like, uh, I guess, well, and so much wasn't readily available then either, but uh, it sounds amazing. So we're going to need your mom to share that with us. Oh, I probably got the recipe in my recipe box. Yeah. I'll look. Let's make that happen because it sounds delicious. Uh, yeah, I was I was like, why don't you just buy the vanilla Coke? But <laughs> no, it didn't I, taste like authentic vanilla Coke. On Sunday, and I was out of vanilla and did not realize it and made them without it. And I'm going to be honest, they did not taste any different. What were they? Chocolate chip cookies. Oh, okay. That's one thing that I always seem to run out of in my cabinet, and I'm not entirely sure because I'm not really much of a baker. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I have been on a chocolate chip cookie kick, but not enough to, like, use a whole bottle of vanilla. Yeah. I swear we had some, but the other day I ripped the cabinet apart where all the spices are and definitely not any in there. And I was like, well, I've literally already got every other ingredient out, so we're just going to go with it and see what happens. It's not the worst. Like, you'll have something that requires 15 different ingredients, but it will be the one thing that you don't have that you should have, like baking soda yes. or something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I'm good at egg replacement, though, because where Remy was allergic for so long, yeah. Um, like if you're baking a cake, you can use a quarter cup of applesauce. Mm-hmm. In replace of one egg, or if you're using a box cake mix, uh, one box of cake mix, any, and one 12-ounce can of pop, any. So you can do, like, a dark chocolate devil's food cake and Dr. Pepper, or any one-in-one, no other ingredients needed, no oil, no eggs, no nothing, just cake and, or cake mix and a can of pop. I wonder if it's because of, like, the... Like, maybe the carbonation and it makes it rise? I think so. I did it for Remy's cake. I made her an Elsa cake for her third birthday. And, like, you know, like the standard issue Barbie cake where the bottom of the dress is the cake and she's, mm-hmm. like, there. Um, And I, that's the kind of cake I did with it. And, I mean, it 
it we never had a problem like it didn't crumble apart any differently because that's what i was worried about trying to leak is that it and stuff be the same afterwards you know and mm-hmm. it i mean it just worked right out i want to try some different variations though like dr pepper 10 or something like that with like a cherry chocolate cake or mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, beer bread, you can make beer bread too with just like a can of beer and I think it's like two cups of flour or something. Um I don't know, I have to look at the recipe, but because of the yeast in the beer, that's what makes the bread rise. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm, so I, I mean, do- I guess if you ever need bread and you have but we don't ever have beer in the house, so <laughs> I was gonna say I'm just not a beer drinker. I wish I no. was uh I'd be better off having the actual bread ingredients in my house than probably beer because we're not we don't, we're not drinkers. It's just a not a well. I mean, I do like to occasionally have a good margarita or a glass of wine. Like Jeff found me at Aldi. Um, it's like a box of wine. It has a little spout at the bottom. You twist it, fill your cup, twist it back. Um, but it keeps for up to six weeks in the fridge, and it was like six dollars, which. I mean, I'm not a wine, like a snob or anything. Give me some Arbor Mist and I'm happy. Like it's, uh, you know, I'm not one of those people, but it was just some Aldi wine in the box and it's delicious and keeps for six weeks with its own little pour spout. Yeah. I feel like boxed wine was all the rage when I was in high school because, <laughs> oh, you know, we were, you know, I, honestly, it was probably boxed boone's farm for being yeah. honest i don't know <laughs> yeah. melon ball i don't think that's what it was but when i was in high school um my cousin that was older in pennsylvania got me a bunch of zimas Ooh, zima <laughs> put the jolly rancher in it um, yeah they tasted horrid also um about yeah. white claw have you had white claw i have not no Okay, I'm sorry, folks. I don't know why it's all the rage with everyone because it is nasty. Our coworker friend that was at the office with you today sent me a funny meme the other day about White Claw and it said something like White Claw is like the static on the TV. Is oh, I, yeah. The other room about the favorite color, something crazy. And it was just like, man, that is such an accurate description. Mm-hmm. But- yeah. I feel that way a lot with a lot of like the the candy drinks. That's what I call them. Like the Smirnoffs that are you know like grape or raspberry or whatever. I'm like it tastes like candy. I don't. Well and I'm not a fan of any of those because I don't like carbonated like it just makes me feel like and full of air. I don't know. I'm just not a fan like Give me a margarita. I'm happy. Salt around the rim on the rocks. Mm-hmm. I don't want a frozen one. I'm not trying to fill up on a slushy. Um, but I don't know. I'm, eh, I don't know. Bring me all the slushies. Bring me. Okay, we win. <laughs> I love the slushies. I know that you won't likely go back to Gatlinburg or Pigeon Forge ever anytime in the near future. I probably will when the kids are grown. Okay. Gone. Well, then we'll we'll plan that because when the kids are grown and you guys go, we'll have to go to and make a thing of it. There's a wine tasting, pl- well, like a wine place. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got uh we did like a group one for a wine tasting, and you got to do like pick your five or six different wines. 
sitting out looking at like these amazing mountains and whatever but it was so good and at the end they gave away free wine slushies oh they were pretty darn tasty i am not gonna lie like wine in a slushy form that's dangerous yeah um i i really like the uh ices <laughs> like i know i know they're not alcoholic or anything but ices <sighs> they're so good because the mix like it's not i don't know the mix is always perfect they're always very smooth they are delicious mm-hmm. Um, we. Stopped. I mean, I guess it's not necessarily like a slushy, slushy. But man, I was so disappointed that time we went through Burger King, and like they just made me sit there in the drive-through and nobody came to take my order because all I wanted was a freaking icy. That was it. That's all I wanted. That's terrible. I'll tell you, we stopped at a Walmart on our way down on the move day, and I don't know if it was in Virginia or Virginia, but. Inside of the little Walmart gas station, like, you know, the little where you go in and pay the little store part. Mm-hmm. They had fountain drinks any size, 78 cents. Oh, man. You can't beat that. Uh, and they had ICs as well. And I was oh. like, I, 78 cents? That's crazy. I also... You don't ever see anything under a dollar anymore. No. I mean, even the Dollar Tree's not a dollar. <laughs> no, no, it isn't. It was not either. If I blow has stuff like twenty dollars now. I know. When we went there, we we're just, like, uh, since when is five below now also selling stuff is like ten bucks? <laughs> um, Jeff said to tell you that um his mom is coming on down and I think Jenny might come with her Labor Day weekend. He said you might as well too. <laughs> He literally tonight was like, you should tell Sarah. I mean, she could just come with him. And it was like, yeah, it's Labor Day weekend. She's probably not. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I think he's ready for you guys to come down. And I think, honestly, that weekend with it being a three-day weekend, I am going to have to hustle and try to get as much stuff done as I can. Because that following weekend starts festival season. Yes, it does. So I'm going to have to be tagging things, getting things finished up, washing tablecloths. Oh my gosh. And September is going to be so fun too because it is the official start of fall Mm -hmm. and back to school. How is back to school going on your end? Uh, Aside from the first day, it's going good. Excellent. I know the first first day was a little rough, but it's going good today. Lucas was cracking me up about his gym teacher, though. His gym teacher seems to like not be tolerating any kind of nonsense and um so he said there's one kid in his gym class who the first day they were playing like wiffle ball or something i think and the kid was talking all this no 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 no. they were playing dodgeball they were playing dodgeball this kid was talking all this smack while they were playing dodgeball um and then he ended up like getting his nose broke or a bloody nose oh no on the first Yes, it was a bloody nose, and because the gym teacher was, like, finally the first bloody nose of the year, and it's the first day, like, he was, I don't know, excited about that, I guess. Oh, my God. And then the same kid threw a volleyball at Lucas's face today, and the gym teacher called him an idiot. <laughs> I was like, that gym teacher does not play around. 
uh funny right you know they're starting a new school soon school hasn't started here yet we got a couple like a week and a half or so um and she said i'm really nervous about my new gym teacher and i was like it's really it's really random to be nervous about just and very specific yeah. <laughs> i feel like and she's like well my old gym teacher was really funny and really nice and if you would get questions right like one time he had me come up there and then he picked me up and flipped me around and i was like what <laughs> so i'm really fighting with myself about if i feel like i should have been told that a little sooner than now because i'm not i don't i don't feel that a gym teacher should be picking any kids up and flipping them around Mm -mm. I, well i don't know i don't feel like i don't know so i was like okay well in the future no one is to pick you up or flip you around there's a picture of me in my first grade yearbook of me sitting on my gym teacher's shoulders while he jump roped <laughs> i was like who thought that was a good idea here a six-year-old sit on my shoulders while i jump rope all of all of that sounds like super violations of <laughs> That was the early nineties. <laughs> no, and at that time, it was totally age of eight to walk to the general store and be like, "Hey, my mom said to hand you this post dated check, and I need a pack of Salem's and a pack of Winston's and a pound of ham." And they'd be like, "All right, hun, tell your mom we said hi." Right, nineties. I was like, who would have thought that? Like, hey, can we get this? picture for the yearbook is just go ahead and put her on your shoulders and then you just jump rope gym teacher <laughs> and sounds legit with a small female child like <laughs> she's gonna stand on your shoulders and hula hoop <laughs> while you skateboard across the gym. too um that is ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> i can't i can't with people I don't know. It's, it's wild times. Uh, also, okay, a third dirty look of the week has just come back. <laughs> I'm on a roll. Joanne's, I'm going to need you, mm. for the sake of Sarah, to please stop discontinuing your young. Oh my God. I know. I mean, you're really on a run with them these days, I feel like. I just don't know what I'm going to do. So that blanket. I'm about out of the orange. I'm not yet. I've got like a half a skein left, but it's definitely not, the blanket's not going to be as big as what I intended it to be. So my only other option is to make it as big as I can and then put probably like an extra wide border around it to add some inches. Okay, hear me out. Side. You tell me it's an absolutely not. Um, could you take it to like a Michael's? And try to find something that is very similar since it's in the grainy square style and wouldn't, I mean, I don't know. Would you be able to find like a match or would it be super noticeable? I don't know. I think that the dialogue would just make it noticeable. Mm, that is a bummer, Joanne. What were you thinking? I don't know what I was thinking though. I'm taking some of the blame for this because I got to quit using scrap yarn for projects that I get in my head. See, I'm trying to be a little more frugal right now because I'm really trying to reach a big goal this year. So I'm trying to use what I already have. 
but then I'm misjudging the amount <laughs> for what I actually have. Mm. Then I, when I go to get another skein, it's gone. But who would have thought that they would have discontinued burnt orange? Like, I mean, that's a pretty standard color. And it's coming into fall. You don't think people are not going to be using that for like fall decorations and things? Because I do they didn't get it that long ago. I wonder if they like discontinue burnt orange to come out with dark pumpkin or but it's the same freaking yarn with another label. Do they do that? Not that I'm aware of. Uh, but when I looked on their website, it's definitely not on there anymore either. Uh, again, this is now two weeks in a row. Joanne's, Michael's, everyone, hobby, whoever. Yeah. We've talked about it. I would subscribe to a special email for you to spam me with emails about the yarn that you're discontinuing mm-hmm. and your projected ETA of having no more in the warehouse. Just a little email yeah. would really help us out here. Now Sarah's out of burn orange because you didn't email us to tell us. <laughs> so the blank is going to be looking very burgundy when I get that border put on it. Oh, no. But, I mean, it's okay. I think it'll be okay. The thing is, is I feel like not just myself, but our listeners also want perfection in what we're putting ourselves into. We put a little piece of ourselves in everything that we make, and we have an idea in our head of what it wants to look like. And when it's not that, we get really disappointed. Whereas I think that the other people looking at it who don't, you know, maybe knit or crochet or whatever are like oh my gosh that's so pretty I love it you did such a great job but to me I'm like that is not at all what it was supposed to look like yeah but it's because we already come into it with a preconceived idea of what we want and when it's not that we get disappointed and everybody else is like I don't know what you're talking about like it looks great and it's like but it's not what I wanted I that's why I'm on like the 50th try of this sock that's the catch chewed apart today um, because exactly that, like, I don't want to half-ass it and have a sock that's like, woo, that doesn't look at all like the second one. You know what I mean? Like, I really mm-hmm. want to nail down the pattern and I don't know, but you're right. No one else notices. I don't know. It's, it's frustrating, uh, for sure. But I need to find, I don't know. I need to think or find a new project. I am gonna probably just mess around with something tonight because quite frankly in like three weeks I have other than that sock that was the first time I have knitted in weeks and I just miss it yeah so I'll probably stay up later than I should messing around with some yarn tonight and I don't know just trying to figure something out there because I do really miss it I miss our group too I need to get back in there and be more active I have not been lately just because it has been so chaotic, but things are finally like leveling out here. So um, if you're not in our group, you should be. Uh, look on Facebook. It is the Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks podcast. Here. It's fun. Uh, I'll be straight up. Some of us are still on the straight and narrow working out those temperature of us have definitely given those up and that's okay. We're just there still to have fun and Talk about yarn and, I don't know, day-to-day, everything we love. So, join us. It's a fun group. Um, yeah. Otherwise, you can also, uh, follow us on social media. Um, 
we've got Instagram. Sarah runs that for us and she always does a good job of posting things. Um, and all of our stuff is the same. Instagram, Facebook, Messenger, TikTok. It's all at NeedlesHooksDL. Um, or you can also email us. It is spelled all the way out. NeedlesHooksAndDirtyLooks at gmail.com. Um, so I don't know. Join us in one of those spots or tell us your dirty looks of the week. We had three of them this week, so <laughs> we're on a roll. Usually me that has them, but that last one was kind of on behalf of you, uh, Joanne's. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, no problem. No problem. <laughs> um, but we hope that all of you continue just being a whole vibe. Do your thing. Don't change. Keep knitting and crocheting and listening to us and we'll be here next week yep bye, bye.